Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 50 of Utopia to Me. Yeah, that's right, me, your friend and ally, Chris Locke. How's it going? Five zero, man. 50. What are you talking about? When people get to the age of 50, they're like, oh, I I have to sit down. You know what? I'm going to tell you something, guys. I'm in my mid to late 30s, all right? I'm sure I've said it. I think I say it on here. Anyways, I need to sit down all the time. But when I do sit down, I like listening to fun podcasts, don't you? This is a good one. This is a great one. 50 is huge. 50 is a big deal for me because I sat and hung out um, with a comedian that uh, took me on the road with him uh, in 2011 and re-inspired me to, to work hard because he is just so damn hilarious funny to watch and such an all-around great guy it's kyle canane so finally we kyle and i got to sit down and just hang for a bit and he obliged me by coming on utopia to me and also ate like a good sandwich oh maybe i gave it away you'll hear the sandwich during the podcast but this is a really fun one and i'm glad you guys are listening so check this out you know do your thing you know clean the house get a duster get a broom Get a vacuum. That sounds like a dance song for for people that want to clean their house, eh? Get a duster. Get a broom. Get a vacuum. Make it go boom, boom. Clean your house. Clean pawn your house. Is that how it goes? Clean pawn your house? You know what I'm saying? Put this podcast on and enjoy it while you're doing your chores or whatever you think. You know what I'm saying? But it's me, Kyle Kinane, hanging out. We talk about his utopia and so much more. So sit back, uh, you know, dust that thing and enjoy. Can you say what sandwich you're eating? I'm eating a, a triple decker Reuben sandwich. So from France here from in Toronto. France here in Toronto. And apologizing, apologizing for any yeah you could, food mouth in the mic. Well, I apologize slash thank you because you're squeezing me in because you're hungry and you have to go do a pot podcast. Yeah, at four twenty. I'm not going to smoke any pot for that. <laughs> yeah. Can't do it. But it starts at 420, right? Of course. It Isn't does. that cool? <laughs> That's so cool. Man. <laughs> you know what's never going to get old? What? Associating 420 with marijuana. <laughs> does, do you know the origin of that? What is that? Everybody's got some like, it's like there's 420 chemicals that make up TH. Like, no scientist told you that. That's not from a factual yeah. place. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, the science. They always love flipping the science to make it something cool. Um, and you got a pickle. That looks good. And you got a, what, Caesar salad or something? Side salad, trying to be a human being. Yeah, I know. When you order fries, don't you feel like a goddamn monster? It's just too much. It's too much. Yeah. That's part, you know, you get older and you're like, you don't, you don't need fries. Grow it's up. It's bad when you eat a lunch these days now. Uh, we're both in our mid to late 30s yep don't you think it's bad when you eat a lunch now and then you're like bedtime day's over yeah what the hell well i have a problem like i'm a clean plate club guy like i hate wasting food yeah and that's why it's so eat like especially at restaurants like if you live in a city and you're letting somebody take away half your food to throw out like you're a son of a bitch yeah you can get that in a to-go container and leave it somewhere there should be a a child that stands by garbage cans in restaurants so you throw it out by the child's face. <laughs> Was that good? Did you like it? Was it good? <laughs> yeah. 
bye, have a good night. And then you look in the back, back in the restaurant and he's going through the garbage. Yeah, that's well, that probably already happened. <laughs> oh, shit. But it is like, yeah, why, why would you throw food out? Yeah, you could just put, get a to-go container yeah. and leave it on a ledge out some, somewhere outside. Yeah. <clears throat> and you know what? Then somebody will throw it out. You know what I always... Not, well, oh, that might be the convenient. weed. <laughs> no, this is the ride I wasn't going to take. I'm just going to... Uh, Keep going? Yeah, while you're on the phone, I'm going to say that... Uh, is that your ride? I, yeah, uh, I told him I was going to get my own ride over there later. Can you guys hear that? Okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah, so now will be a good time for me to announce that my guest today is Kyle Kinane, who's a super busy... I'm going to say it's superstar. I was just hung over. That's why I couldn't do this at one. Um, oh, no problem. Yeah, but you did Andy's show last night, too, which is ends late anyways. And then if you party a little bit, it yeah. all, it goes too late. Yeah, stay Which is late. good. Yeah. But yeah, I think, like, I was talking about this with someone the other day about the food thing. Uh, it's like when we were kids, they were like, oh, um, there are kids in Africa that want your food if you don't finish it. But Africa's a giant continent. I wish we were smarter kids where we could have been like, where in Africa, though? Which specific kid? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, some of Africa is good, Mom. I don't know. I've seen some pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Johannesburg, they look all right. Yeah, they, they got sandwiches. I just, yeah, I just got embedded in me, like, throwing out food is a sin. I don't even believe in God, but it does, like, it It hurts my heart to throw food out. Yeah. Which also means I'll eat stuff way past the expiration date. I finally saw, oh, a, really? I finally saw a documentary, I was like, expiration date isn't even required by the FDA. It just, and I was had a joke about how I have shitty conspiracy theories that, like, yeah. not like, the moon landing was fake, I'm like, like, there was, it was about that. I was like, expiration dates aren't real. Yeah, Man, yeah. can't go bad. And then it turned out like, oh, yeah, they just put that on there. And it, it was right. My conspiracy theory was right. that They put expiration dates to get you to think you need to buy new stuff. But now I'm eating like wicked old mayonnaise. Just shitting every day. Telling the line on this miracle whip that I've had for well, way too long. be careful. Because <laughs> I still think it, when it gets yellow, it's weird. You know? Yeah. You stir it up a little. You're all right. <laughs> Get rid of the mayonnaise skin. Yeah, I'm, I'm not eating like so much of it. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. A little bit for zest. <laughs> that ain't going to hurt you. <laughs> I wish that was in the documentary. A little zest off the old well, mayonnaise ain't going to hurt zest. you. <laughs> anything, more than, anything more than a tablespoon, you're gambling. <laughs> uh, you're, doing, um, you're here in Toronto right now for JFO 42, and you're doing amazing. Amazing. That. Three albums, huge fan base. What the hell? That's what the hell, man. <laughs> what's up with that, man? <laughs> what's the, explain yourself? <laughs> yeah, what's going on? I, and what's I saw basically. I think I basically saw a new almost hour in Montreal, and it was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I love your. Can I ruin the premise of one of those bits? Sure. Or no? Should I wait until no. they go see you? I love the premise of. Um, Cutting the media off at the pass with like all your, uh, like saying all the bad things oh, you've done yeah. in your life you first before they can find it and bust yeah. you on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what all the jokes are anyway, but then to frame it like, mm-hmm. oh, what are you going to do? Attack me? I'll attack myself first. I'm a psycho, man. Yeah, yeah. You can't win a war on me. I'll beat myself up before you ever can. Yeah. That was one of those premises where I was like, damn it. I like that one a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. It's just an excuse to tell sh- like four shitty stories afterwards, which kind of worked as jokes. I'm like, how do they work as jokes? What if I just like 
Hey, this is yeah. It's like, how do I frame that I feel so much shame? Mm-hmm. Oh, I get it. If someone caught me, <laughs> other than just doing stand up in the first, place. if the internet caught me, yeah, yeah. Um, and then so yeah, three albums. So I guess, and then you're touring all around. Anything else you want to say about uh, what you've been up to? I mean, I, I don't know, man. It was it was yeah. I was in Edinburgh, and I was I was right after yeah. Montreal, and it, yeah, just a lot of touring. And, you know, like we almost touched on at the diner of like, yeah, when did somebody somebody last night brought up that and it was another comic just saying like, when do you know when to stop? Oh, like, how do you who know, was that? How do you know when to quit? It was it was a friend saying it was some other friends that were did last comic standing. Oh yeah, bit, which that's not a bearing of any comedy. No, like you should never if you're a comic. That's done that, and you do poorly. That does not say anything about who you are as a comic. It's basically like a modern gauging your career on how you do on Star Search. Yeah, yeah. So which just, is ridiculous. But somebody did bad, they didn't feel about it, and then they were at you know, like, yeah. How, how do you know when to quit? Yeah. That well, such a weird thing. To- I've been doing so much more acting and writing, and then stand up becomes more fun. Like you have to yeah. diversify, or you will. Diversa die. <laughs> He's chewing, or otherwise he'd be laughing so hard. <laughs> and then you said, "Well, it says die versus die," and it made them die versus die. I was like, "Oh, what a showdown!" Ooh, I like that. <clears throat> spy versus spy, die versus die. I think we just made our own math rock band. <laughs> die versus die. Die versus die. Oh, sick. Yeah, pick, um, pick your option. Hey, battles! If you're listening, we'll go on tour with you this summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like it. We don't even have like like the name sells it. We don't really have to learn any instrument. I know. I love diverse die. That's mm-hmm. what someone who just listened to this is thinking right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> divey die. What is it? Divider? No, man. It's divey die. Oh, dude, that's hard. Um, anything else you want to talk about before we talk about uh, the thing? Oh, <laughs> I guess. I mean, just the idea of like knowing when to quit. Yeah. Like lately. Oh right, because yeah, we joked about it in the diner, and I. But I get your joke, and I'm not on the level as you are by by any stretch as a stand-up. But I still go and say to people like, "Don't you guys think that like right before the show's about to start?" I said mm-hmm. the yeah, I said this the other night at Andy's shows. Like we were all hanging out, and I was like, "Don't you guys think that telling jokes is dumb?" This isn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, this somebody's <laughs> gonna find out that. Yeah. They have a funny friend that fills this void. Yes. And they won't have to pay money to see us do it. Half the time I'm doing stand-up, I feel like, oh, I'm basically hanging out with my friend Brendan. And luckily these... But Brendan's gone. He's not here with me in the city. Yeah. Well, my whole closure <laughs> but, is about how, yeah, it's not a skill. <clears throat> like, what are you doing here? Yeah. There's one guy with enough arrogance to think his stupid party trick is worth your money. Yeah. A old slip of the uh, funny word. Yeah, yeah. So, gee, I'm gonna kill myself. Oh, well, no, you just you, you know, gotta say G before you do it, right? G, G whiz. <laughs> I think I think about golly, thinking about <laughs> golly stepping off this ledge. Gee, you know, I think I will kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> now, that I, now that I think about it, I'm probably gonna do it. <laughs> Come to think of it, uh, yeah. Um, so you. You think about that all the time. Yeah, because when we were at the diner to get this uh, Ruben, mm-hmm. I said the same thing to you. I'm like, man, you got three albums out now, a huge fan base. What the hell? And you were like, 
I just think about an uh, exit strategy like every day. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? What like? Cause but it's also because you're living the life you wanted, and it's a charmed life. So yeah. it's almost like unbelievable. It's like I'm living my dream. It when is, is it? So it's almost a defense mechanism about like when's it going to crash? Yeah, but also what fueled comedy in the first place was not living your dreams. Yeah, like oh, I can make fun of this all day, and then you do it well enough. Like oh, my dreams came true. Like there's nothing funny about that. Yeah, I always remember like this story of Bill Murray sh- showing up to set in like a beat up old Ford mm-hmm. something with a baseball hat on. They're like, "Don't you want to drive or anything?" He's like, "No. How do I keep it real and still be funny?" Yeah, you know, like how do I live like that and still be funny? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a little fake. He knows how much is in the bank. <laughs> yeah, Bill Murray is like literally treated like a god on this planet right yeah. now. <laughs> No, man, I keep it real as a god. Yeah. I got I got 19 more of these beat-up Fords at my house. <laughs> yeah. The leaves, I just push it into a creek and I get another one. Yeah, he like probably pays a bunch of like yeah. uh, Mexicans to beat it up. Wear it down. You know, give me that nice patina, but leave the engine and transmission <laughs> solid. I don't want to be breaking down to the highway. But yeah. Make it look, you know, like it's like distressed jeans. <laughs> well, that's what he's telling me. Like, let's see Celebs <laughs> buying distressed cars <laughs> yeah. to keep it real. Just keep it real. Look at how rickety <laughs> this thing is, huh? Can you believe it? I love that. Somebody talked about Tim Allen at the Laugh Factory, like up there talking about like how he couldn't get his Lamborghini fixed or something, like the uh, other end of it. <clears throat> but, yeah. but you can make... Hey, the, have you done Comedians in Cars with Coffee? No. <laughs> no. I think that... I don't think I get invited. I think that's so funny to me. Like in a... It's not... Just, the, just like, hey, here's another one of my... Amazing automobiles. Yeah, it makes me really uncomfortable that that's equated with like a comedy show. Well, it could just be that. Well, the guy he's into cars. He got like I saw Drew Carey do a funny joke about. I mean, that's a skill in comedy. If you can make me laugh at something I don't believe in, like or something that I wouldn't side with, but the joke's funny enough. Yeah, and he was at, and he still comes like. He'll come to shows now. He'll ride a scooter. Drew Carey? Yeah, it was a big neon jacket. He'll ride a scooter over there after Price is Right. Oh, my and God. He's just doing some joke like, more taxes for the rich. That's not fair. I earned my money. I busted my ass, and I made more money. It should be the same amount. Like, you, 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 I shouldn't be taxed more just because I made more and I tried harder. And I'm like, no, it's just, you know, a fairness thing. And like this, that's what everybody's thinking. Yeah. Comedy, independent comedy room full of broke comics going like, well, he's like, yeah, and I just don't agree with it. And, you know, I argue with my maid about this point all the time. And, uh, like, usually it's when her shift's over, but I'll drop some chips on the floor, pay her a little overtime, and I keep her there. Oh <laughs> like, and everybody just laughed. It's like, ah, that's a good joke. It's a yeah, good joke. It's a good joke. <laughs> like, argue with my maid about this all the time. Like, oh, you son of a bitch. Damn, I'd love to see uh, Drew Carey do stand up now. Yeah, he's funny. He's that's still awesome. Funny, man. Wicked. Um, yeah, so this is a. Uh, the premise of this podcast is like, what would your perfect utopian world be? And I know you're like swamped, busting through things here in Toronto, doing a million things. Let's but have you about thought it. about it at all? I don't. You can be anything. It doesn't even have to be this planet Earth. It could be anything. <clears throat> but what I, I would pose the question, like, and I'm sure it's been handled by many uh, sci-fi. I would have to have sirens for sure. <laughs> I would need sirens to remind nonstop. Me. To remind me that somebody else's life is in turmoil, and that brings me joy. <laughs> yeah, like, wouldn't want to be them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Minority Report or something, where they know I'm about to have a heart attack from eating the 500th Reuben <laughs> sandwich I've had this year. It's hey, guys, how's it going? You don't Why even are you know guys yet? here? Ow, my arm! <laughs> That's the amazing. The future is wild, man. Yeah. 
It's like you do the trust fall into some paramedics. <laughs> yeah, like that's, right when they that's the kind of insurance you can get later on when you're super rich. Is that it's predictive medicine where they Holy. know they, they're monitoring all your things and they send ambulances out? Yeah, that I, I just I just I just created a part of the future that will exist. I love that. I think that's like something ding dong. Happen. Tony's here. Well, I trust you, Tony. I guess something's about to go down. I guess you go to the doctor. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. That's I, I bet you that'll happen. They'll have monitors on your organs eventually. Do you want like that in your utopian risk. world? Doctors that just show up, like, "Hey, Kyle, just hold on a sec." I mean, and then you hit it. And what if? Yeah, and then you have a choice to see how far you want to ride out that heart attack. Yeah, that's like a rodeo. Like, I think I can go. I think I can do about twelve minutes this time, guys. Yeah, let me get into it. It becomes a thrill sport. Yeah. <laughs> Juice me. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Oosh. Give me a thump. Yeah. I want to feel it. Give me a Mountain Dew and uh, <laughs> electrodes. Yeah. I want to feel alive. <laughs> Kill me for a little bit. <laughs> That's flat. Well, that's the movie Flatliners. Oh, my God. They bring, they bring uh, their dreams back to the world. I wonder if there's a guy that can only get off on having a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you eating another pastrami sandwich? Shut up. It's the only way I know how to feel anymore, man. Yeah, get ready. Get ready. <laughs> you can keep your wingsuits and your wakeboards. <laughs> Meeting this double stuffed cre- pizza. Like he, a guy starts kissing his wife heavily after 30 years. Like, ooh, I haven't seen you this Randy in a while. Then he also just shoves pizza in his mouth at the same time. <laughs> you, you can hear the blood trying to get through my veins right now. You can hear it trying to push through. Cocaine. You usually don't co- do cocaine. <laughs> you look great tonight. <laughs> my heart valves look like the doors of a Walmart on Black Friday. They just <sighs> burst. They go. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Black Friday shoppers. <laughs> but I, like I like a, a, a utopian world. What if everything's yeah. if everything's perfect? But it wouldn't be perfect then. My utopian world wouldn't yeah. be perfect. This is a conflict a lot of people reach. <laughs> well worn territory for the podcast. No, it's true though. But still, uh, you can have conflict as a choice, but it could still be on your terms how you the conflict you would want. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be like. I think I would have. <clears throat> Like, everybody could get along, not like they do on this planet, for example, but yeah. they could have a conflict with something else, like another planet or, like, a beast. You know what I'm saying? I guess I was just, like, meant, like, arguments between people. <laughs> <laughs> he went so much larger. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could be like a beast, like an alien Bigfoot. Yeah, what I propose <laughs> is an argument with a beast. <laughs> I just meant, like, is there still rush hour traffic and people try to merge? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. It's going small scale. But all right, yeah. Okay. I mean, alien Bigfoot, yeah. I've dreamt about that from as far as as soon as I learned there was Bigfoot and there's outer space. Yeah. Why limit one? Yeah. Why why limit Bigfoot to this planet if he's so mysterious already? They maybe? just found Bigfoot on Mars, actually. Is it? He was by that watering hole? Yeah. <laughs> he's by, finally. <laughs> No, no photographers. I can take a break. What the fuck is this Just robot car? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Robot car finds Bigfoot. We're gentrifying Mars. Bigfoot quoted as saying, "Come on, <laughs> I can't have this. I can't even have this." I love the idea of like they find Bigfoot eating a salmon out of the river on Mars, and he's like. <laughs> Are you a bear or are you Bigfoot? What is this? 
That's the argument. Forget <laughs> that we saw something alive on Mars. It's not yeah. Bigfoot. It's probably a large bear because we believe in bears. Yeah. It's a bear that identifies as a Bigfoot. Please. <laughs> This is a bear with big dreams. <laughs> a bear with real high self-esteem and body issues. Okay. Well, I think I fed you too much nonsense off the top. I, <laughs> I distracted you, but you had some points you were going to make already. I distract. I'm too, I get well, distracted too easily. I'm sorry. It's not a one-sided conversation. Oh, doing? okay. I think... Um, I, like, I don't think... Like, I don't like, like societal... Like, in my head, I'm like, man, I, I still think about basic goals. Like, I wish I was better at skateboarding. I think about so, that every so day. That world, we've had this discussion. Like, yeah. What was the best trick you could pull off? I think, I don't know if I told you or we, not. We were talking about this. Didn't you have? I could do, I, had, I was on vacation in Florida when I was like 15. Mm-hmm. And I had the first Mike Carroll girl board. Mm-hmm. And I would do a backside heel flip to nose slide to shove it off. And but for some reason I couldn't do a lot of that like <laughs> stuff. But for some reason that was the right because backside heel flip you're already kind of turning mm-hmm. on a heel flip if you're not that good at it. Yeah. And then I would just aim it at the curb or the steps or whatever. And it just worked out. Yeah. Like I could do some switch dance stuff. Um, oh, I couldn't even do any of that. Yeah. I just didn't I was it. skinny <clears throat> and I had hair, which helped back then. <laughs> Yeah, you had to have hair to be a skateboarder. <laughs> yeah, Fido Dido hair. <laughs> Fido Dido. Who I used to call a friend that. Everybody's like, what? I'm like, yeah, he's like the is he seven up or sprite guy? Which was he? Seven up. He was a seven up. But it is weird when people are like, You know the seven up guy's name? <laughs> then you're like, uh I just heard it. What was the best trick you could do? <clears throat> I can do anything, like a heel flip. And rarely. Yeah, I'll ride BMX. But I, I, I would be better at BMX bikes and skateboarding. But my utopian world yeah. would just be me at sixteen, really good at all that stuff. Yeah, I don't. I feel like I, to start. I mean, I, I know it's just a pure fa- fantastical situation to start tinkering with stuff. You know, like oh, I would fly and there'd be a bunch of babes and all this stuff. <laughs> or some world peace thing. It's like, no, small scope of what I've experienced in the world. I've watched skateboarding and BMX bikes. I'd be like, man, I really wish I had the courage to do that stuff. Yeah. Because some of it. That's the thing. Like, I went down a, a hard. I slammed hard off of, like, a big staircase early mm-hmm. on. Yeah. So then I kept it kind of low pro with my tricks, like, just street stuff after that. Gunshot. Yeah. Well, that's. They say, like, with, with people using foam pits, that's why everything got crazy. Because people could try the craziest stuff and fall into a foam pit <clears throat> instead of... Oh, I don't even know about those. It's just, you know, the ramp, and then it's just a giant... It's like a ball pit with just foam. So you could do, like, triple backflips. Is this at skate parks? Yeah, yeah. Is it... How new is it? I don't know. It's been, like, a few years. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know. And so, yeah, people could try, and they just fall into this foam pit, so you can experiment. That's how those... Motocross guys start trying yeah, the, odd stuff. They crash into foam pits first. But also, like the even well, actually, back in the eighties, didn't the BMX guys even just themselves? They'd stack up like tons of uh, old mattresses, like mm-hmm. under ramps and stuff, because they were trying to do like full like three sixty flips off of yeah, uh, like, little that or or lake jumps. Oh yeah, jump yeah, yeah. But I mean, I remember being in a skate park where backflips were just starting. Some kid trying them, 
<clears throat> and all it was was a bunch of people on top of the ramp holding like a blanket stretched out to try and catch him. And oh my! Fall in the blanket, just blam! Like right through it. Nobody like you couldn't hold a blanket from a kid falling ten feet. Up. <laughs> but they were trying it. I love it if he hits the blanket and then it just makes the people holding it smash their heads together. Too. <laughs> it pulls them towards like a yeah, yeah. collapse. <laughs> The Minority Report doctors show up already. Like, <laughs> yeah, try it, man. They, they didn't even need it. They just needed to see four dudes holding a blanket on a ramp. But somebody's like, you know what? I'm an EMT. I'm going to stick around for this one, guys. I, not that I don't have faith in you, but it just the math doesn't look right on this. <laughs> we have that in common, though. For sure, when I was 16, I was already not religious at that mm-hmm. point. Like, it was no way. But I'd still pray to a God or the universe to be like, can I be the best skateboarder? Like I want, like I secretly wanted it the easy way. <laughs> I used to have like, it where it was OCD, where it was like take every sidewalk in two steps and don't step on the cracks. Not even to break your mother's back, but like, yeah. If I make sure I only put two steps in each sidewalk block, yeah, this whole block, maybe things, maybe I'll get a, a yeah, maybe I get to make a wish at the end of it, or if I take every staircase, you know. Two steps at a time. It was always with even numbers. It had to be even numbers. Yeah. I sound like a real psycho now. But like, oh, yeah, I'll make it. And now, like, I still think back about, like, oh, wait, I'm a comedian now? <clears throat> Maybe all that weird voodoo I put out in the world <clears throat> did, like, manifest itself somehow. But do you um, still catch yourself doing, like, in the comedian world, doing weird voodoo before shows or, like? Not before shows, but I'll still get, like, Two steps at a time on staircases, if they're small steps. Yeah. But not even... Oh, it's also efficient, but also, like, okay, like if there's a landing in the staircase, like, and I, I, I step off with my right foot, I have to start the steps with my left foot, and, like, it's, like, just weird little shit. Yeah. You know? I'm not, you know, I don't have to turn the lights off and on 50 times before I leave, but... Yeah. I never read about this, but... So maybe it's already been talked about... But was everybody always like this? Or is it our generation getting more OCD because of this weird lifestyle we have that's different than the ancient times, the past? Well, I think... I don't know, like, there's a yeah. little kid. You just make stuff up. You have an imagination. Yeah. You attach... I totally did the sidewalk thing, like you, yeah. but I didn't have a goal at the end of the day. I was just doing it just because, like, I have to do this. Well, they say that's what the OCD, like, OCD is, like, you think something terrible is going to happen if you don't do that. Yeah. See, I and think... I always thought, maybe something good will happen if I do do it, as opposed to thinking doom was, you know... Yeah, that's good. You know, ever present. Do you tell OCD people like that? Are you like, ah, oh, man, I had the good version. Why is that... Well, it's like it's like if I don't do it, everything will just be the same, and the same is pretty boring. So let's do this, and maybe in the future, maybe like I was like blowing out birthday candles. Like this is how I could guarantee some dreams will come true. That's still nice in a way. That's like self fulfilling prophecy stuff. Like at an early, fun, weird age, maybe. I uh-huh. mean, I still chewed all my fingernails off. <laughs> I just now started using hand cream, and my thumbnails are growing back after. Let me see. Twenty years. Like that looks like a regular for thumbnail, right? Yeah. And this one, this one's still a little weird and ripply. Oh, really? Did it all, get that they crazy? Used to be all shredded up forever. Um, fuck! I'm gonna barf. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm also watching you eat this sandwich, <laughs> picturing that you think it's just a giant fingernail <laughs> with a pickle all around it. Uh, <laughs> 
was I going to say? So, yeah, perfect at skateboarding. What else? Oh, conflicts like traffic jams where you can argue with strangers and still have a re- like a reasonable life. Arguments yeah. are good because then it you, yeah, you still need conflict to make you realize that the well, good times are the good times, right? Is, do you get joy out of like accomplishing something? Right. Like a utopia wouldn't be like, oh, I wouldn't have to try to get these things that I wanted. I yeah. just have them. Well, that's like, the inherent conflict of the idea yeah. of utopia. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe I wouldn't want to have the courage. Like, I wouldn't want to just be able to be a good skateboarder, but I want to have the courage and just more coordination to at least attempt some of the things. Yeah. And with, with, with a possibility of trouble. I could attempt stuff too with no possibility of pulling it off. Yeah. Uh, but, like, you know, a combination of that. Like, the courage these days is huge. It's insane what it's they're balls. doing now. Yeah. I can't freaking believe it. Oh, the, 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 like the GoPro footage of the Russian kids just dangling off the top of skyscrapers. Yeah. Like that's even hard to watch. Like that like gives me panic attacks watching on YouTube. Yeah. What? Do you want to do that? What? Hang off a skyscraper? Oh, fuck. I'd love that. But they're just standing on one beam or something. That's the closest, yeah, that's the closest, like we are saying, to get a heart attack for a thrill. Yeah. That's basically what that is. It's, I mean, it's not skill to just sit on a ledge, but to sit on a ledge, you know, 80 stories up in the sky. Yeah. That's... Well, I really don't want to see this movie because I think it looks corny as fuck, but like mm-hmm. The Wire, I was still thinking about that the other day, watching that stupid picture or that footage of... Joseph Gordon-Levitt like lying down on the wire between the mm-hmm. World Trade Center buildings, but as I was thinking that, I was like, if I, once you break that seal, then what do you do for the rest of your life? You have to, you it has to get crazier. And then what else did I see? I saw general, adrenaline junkies, or I saw a video of a guy running off a roof, getting enough height to slide down the 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 angle of another roof, and then land on a trampoline. And blast up back onto another roof. And I was like, that's just you putting that together at your house? <laughs> like, what is your life? How do you live every day? I was just watching uh, some uh, Wiley Coyote cartoons. Yeah. And figured, why not? But people are like that. But if you break that seal where you're like, I need to jump off a few roofs and bounce around mm-hmm. in the sky to uh, feel like I've accomplished a day. What the hell? How does it get bigger than <laughs> that's that? That's like Matt Hoffman. Who's broken everything in his body, riding BMX bikes now, like just skydives because it's easier on the body, but it's still a thrill. Wow. It's still something to do. Yeah, that's insane. Like just like there is an addictive quality to adrenaline <clears throat> that I guess, yeah, yeah that's some, that, that's people's drugs. That's, you know, that's, you know, but when you like, I, I like getting scared, like haunted houses and stuff. And it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. Everything's flowing. You're like, oh man! Like I, I like that. I laugh out of fear at haunted houses and everything. I'm like, yeah. Have you skydove before? Skydived? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder about that. I did indoor skydiving, which is not quite the same. How t- how tall was the ceiling? <laughs> <laughs> it was like thirty feet. Yeah. And you just over a big fan. Oh yeah, and yeah. You spread out and go up and down. So you get the sensation of flying. Yeah, but the whole jumping out of the airplane over the earth part. Yeah. There. Then there's the guy that j- jumped out of, like, from space. You see that guy? <clears throat> oh, I remember watching that. I love it. was on it. the road, and it was, on, it was like, a, a hotel in 
South Dakota or something just out on the lobby. I'm like, oh, that's today. I'm like, I know I'm supposed to be somewhere, but I'm going to sit here with my bags in this hotel lobby. Wasn't he like Red Bull or something sponsored or oh, something? Red Bull sponsored all that stuff. They got money for all that crazy stuff. Yeah. But yeah, so from space. Yeah, just starting space. Like, what's the, how do you know, like, he's not going to jump out and then just float into space? That's the, yeah, that's probably like when a golfer uses a little bit of grass to see which way the wind's blowing. He probably had to drop something out. They're like, did it go down or up? It goes up. I'm not jumping. We got to be just close enough to where it still goes down. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Just a bit of grass going up, out into space. Yeah, like, Lower the uh, ship. Uh, let's drop it down a few feet. Uh, I'm feeling good about this one. Okay, so you want more courage. And like the physical skill, yeah, more to do some craziness. In general, I, th- I think would be a utopian world. It's not even u- utopia. It's stuff I could probably work on now <laughs> in this world. Yeah, like even courage, like even just dealing with social situations and stuff. There's times where I'm just freaked out by groups of people, which is yeah. weird to be a comedian who's scared by groups of people, but also not rare for a comedian to you know have some social anxiety and. Yeah, it's weird because people see you kill like at a show, yeah. and then they're hanging out after, but they don't realize that that's your performance. And off stage, you're not just going to be party Joe. Yeah, like I really <laughs> like after shows, like I'm just going to sit here. I'm fine with just sitting quiet for 15 minutes. Yeah, and that's what everybody wants to talk to you. Like, oh, we're all riled up. I was like, yeah, I just talked for an hour. I'm just gonna. Yeah, people quiet. don't think. Uh, uh, it's weird, like you know, being on the road. People don't think that. We're actually drinking a lot with you because that makes it easier, not because mm-hmm. we're just party animals. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's like there's or a good just, split of both. I just got done with work. Yeah. Now I'm awake. Now that it's 1030 at night, now I'm awake. Like, yeah. all right. Whew. Now I just got off work at 1030 at night. Yeah. And everybody's already drunk. Well, it's easier. Sober and deal. Yeah. So it's not. Yeah, it's not the. Healthiest way to live. Again, going back, I know not part of utopia, but going back to the comedy thing of like, yeah, man. I you know I did a tour with somebody who was like <clears throat> the headliner. It was like a tour bus so at the end of every show. Just get on the bus, drive to the next city. I was like, oh, it was kind of great because there was no party. Like, do the show, show yeah, great. Then you split. Like, you just, like that? Just eat food, watch watch the wire. Yeah, sleep and then get up the next day and have the whole day to do stuff. I think I'm getting to the stage where I would like that, but I'm still, like I said, uh, you know, I'm still touring a bit more on my own name, not at your level, but so I still feel like I need to bring all that goodwill after shows when I hit the town. Like I'd love to get to that stage where I can go read a fucking book after the show. Yeah, you know, and it's hard to limit it. Like, yeah, I'll just have like one or two and go home. Yeah. It's hard to do that. It's like, well, no, I'm pretty still going. Oh, you got to try. It's never like the health food that's the thing you got to try in somebody's city. Oh, we got the best salads. You should come out with us tonight. Yeah. When we first met, we did that mini tour. Mm -hmm. And the first night we met, we got like poutine with hot dogs on it in Mm -hmm. Montreal. Which, yeah. (laughs) It was good. Yeah, it was good. It's the worst restaurant ever. But it's so good. Oh, that, that, La Belle Provence. I went there, I think, three times. This, this, this year? This past year. Yeah. Yeah, I always go. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, we're all going to die. We're all going to die. 
I'm trying. No, it's a hard question to think about a utopia, though. I yeah. mean, as far as just like okay, environmentally things that I like. <clears throat> now I'm just thinking about where I'd like to be. Like if I could quit comedy. Yeah, I love that. I want like what's then, your perfect phys- like physical environment? I'm I'm the most stereotypical like suburban white dude. Like Hawaii, man. I like I, I'm a sucker for just postcard stuff. Yeah, that's that's not an interesting answer, but man, just when you're in an ocean and you can see your feet through the water, that's the best. I went to Hawaii for the first time last year. Yeah, and it's like everything's like even the tourist parts. I love the tourist parts. Even like look at everybody with their Ron John surf surf shop T-shirts and they're you know they're they're wearing their lays. They're being like, but I loved it. Maybe you get sick of it if you lived there and you hated. You know how the white man was ruining your land and everything. I could see that why that's an argument. Yeah, uh, you know. But on the other hand, it's damn I, I don't mean I wouldn't want to live at a resort, but I could like I could easily just be a beach bum. I could very easily. That would rule. And you know, comedy's my outlet. You know, that's how I express. It's weird. Like I don't know if you feel like this way. Like if you've done comedy long enough, you don't know how to. Like, how does anybody else yes. get their opinions out there? Like, if you if they're not funny, you just sound like an asshole with a lot of opinions. And if you're funny, people don't have to agree with you. And you realize they don't have to agree with you, but you're trying to entertain them while sharing your opinions. Yeah. But then as a comedian, I never wanted to be that dickhead at a day job who's, you know, unloading my thoughts. But like, oh, it's like I, I, oh every night I'm like, oh, I have this thought and I want to share this weird observation I can't just whisper it in somebody's ear at the grocery store because that's creepy. <laughs> so I'd probably be a beach bum that also just, you know, ran a comedy night once a week. That'd be sweet. At, at a, yeah, like a cabana bar. Just ruminate on the beach and then hit it once a night. Just That'd be, be amazing. Yeah, just, just you know, hey, towny celebrity. Your jokes would probably be like pure, like so pure just philosophical <laughs> I'm just, yeah just spiritual research man maybe, yeah. maybe not even funny just you know just having a philosophy jam at the beach bar that's the kind of comedian i want to get to being in the next few years is when you come see me headline you're so relaxed after yeah because i hit all the the pressure release points yeah let's guys let's all <laughs> let's all come together it's more of like a yoga experience <laughs> yeah without the mats and the pants and everything i love just, that this hawaiian joke just wearing a lei and drinking uh just some welcome, sort of rum punch yeah welcome in everybody <laughs> just a way more relaxed hemingway half telling jokes half massaging uh, some dude's wife's <laughs> <Yeah>. shoulders <laughs> didn't even realize i'm giving you a foot rub <laughs> your feet up. that's what the ottomans are for everybody put your feet up come on guys yeah they're like ha ha ah. <laughs> i love that I'm not, I'm not offended if you fall asleep that's a goal <laughs> total relaxation peace of mind oh my god wait are your shorts cargo or no <laughs> are mine yeah i believe in cargo shorts i don't know why they've taken like all of a sudden people have just turned on cargo shorts like there's not bigger problems in the world uh, there are bigger problems in the world too, but some. I think it's more the people who stuck with wearing cargo shorts uh, fucked it up. What's, but man, you can, they can come the back beef, now. What's the beef with cargo shorts? Um, I don't know. Maybe they just remind you of uh, ding dong douchebags, just being like, uh, "I'm not going to try another pair of shorts." <laughs> <laughs> what about sandals? Are you going sandals or no? 
You know what? I uh, I'm changing the subject because I don't know why I don't like cargo shorts now. I all of a sudden I started, think actually there could be time for they could come back. I now. started. See, I just I'm the dude that just like yes, yeah, so just shorts. Like I'm already not going yeah. for fashion. I'm in shorts, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, like trying to be if, fashionable. In if shorts I was trying pretty... to look good, I wouldn't be wearing fucking shorts. <laughs> I'd be wearing pants like a growing up. But yeah. it's summertime barbecue season. It's shorts and whatever the shorts are, fine. I just cargo this... shorts. If I'm, I'm probably wearing a tank top. Where am I going to put my stuff? Cargo shorts. That's really good. Sandals. My view on sandals. I was in uh, Central California, where at like some place where you like there was like swimming holes along this river, but it was real rocky. So yeah. me and my friend, we both bought those real terrible like water water sandals. Not like with the individual toes, but like rubber like closed toed sandals. Oh, yeah. Like Crocs, kind of? Yeah, sort of like that. Yeah, oh, no. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cargo shorts. But that's also part of like, wait a minute. I'm in my late 30s. I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. And it became, I don't, again, I'm not wearing them out. But if I go, like, I'll go bike riding, then I'm done, and my feet are all like a, like, Go through river crawl, like water crossings, and I'm muddy and wet, and I take my shoes and socks off, and I got those sandals. Yeah, They're great. Nothing but net. If you're if you're a beach person, fashion isn't your concern because you're beyond that. But that's what's actually now that you mention it, that's what made certain fashions, like those California styles, like people not giving a shit because they're on the beach. Yeah, and then people try to capitalize on it. It's like they try to turn the punk rock into stuff. It's like, no, man, it's about not giving a fuck. Yeah, then they make that strip of shops on Santa Monica that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, you got to go to your Hurley store. <laughs> yeah, I shaved my beard off recently because... Uh, Good transition. I had to. <laughs> no, but it's sort of like because now when I look in the mirror, I get shocked. I'm like, oh, I super got a dad face now. Mm. But I, there's a part of me that's like, yeah, but... You use the dad face. Yeah, make it like you know. I went to my. 20th. You can, that's part of my thing now. I'm a dad. To, yeah, well, you you are. I'm going to be. You're gonna be. I don't think I've said that on this podcast oh, yet. Oh really? Yeah, I'll say it on yours. Okay, I, I want you to out yourself. I, I'm doing it. Uh, there's a baby somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's me saying. Making an announcement. Except dad face, because you're. I might be a dad, but my face for sure is a dad. You want that baby to see a dad, not, yeah. some, not some drifter your wife lets hang out. <laughs> yeah, not some cool dude like, what's this baby wearing, cargo shorts? <laughs> you douchebag. <laughs> the baby's a dick. Wears <laughs> cargo shorts. I just have a picture of me and my sister in Dominican Republic in like 2001, uh, and I'm wearing cargo shorts, backwards baseball hat, Stussy like sunglasses. And I'm. It's humiliating to look at now. But it's 2001. Yeah, I know. Like, why would you think that what you're wearing now won't be humiliating in 15 years? It will. Isn't that weird? So just either accept it and not and not worry about it. Yeah. I get like yeah. Like, that's not. It's great to be old. Like like music. I'd be embarrassed to listen to that I like because I like hair metal and terrible shit. And now windows down with my. With my river shoes, my cargo shorts, and I drive a Jeep, and I'll blast Van Halen. Do you out drive of a Jeep? Jeep? Yeah, sweet. Yeah, Van Halen. Like, all Van Halen or just David Lee Roth? 
I mean, I'll I'll give Hagar a, a few. You know, you are really going F- for 51, it. Fifty one, yeah. Just <laughs> actually, just Michael Anthony's solo stuff. You know, <laughs> really, just anything that came out of that Jack Daniels bass. <laughs> I'm actually going to see Van Halen tomorrow. So, but they, I think they replaced Michael Anthony with his son. Yeah, just because they don't like what he looks like. There was no reason, right? Like, Michael Anthony was like, oh. That's how. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to have to take my millions of dollars. Yeah. And run play, with the devil. And, and play with the Wabaritas down in Mexico. Sammy and the Wabaritas. Is that what they did? That's Sammy Hagar's band. It's the Wabaritas. He's just a beach guy, eh? He's, yeah, he's the one who did it. Oh, I'm just going to make tequila. Is it- Live in Cabo. He probably does heavy metal down there, the version of how you would do stand-up in Hawaii. Yeah. Right? Just pure cargo Just, shorts. Yeah, everybody's feet are in the sand. <laughs> there's no, yeah, there's no actual hard surface anywhere. <laughs> the drum kit's moving all over. You can't play drums in the sand. <laughs> all right. All right, Sam, we need a drum riser. We at least need a drum riser. Oh, Everybody man. else can move around with the guitars and everything. But these, listen, man, this is going all over the place. Any suggestion from the band gets a, oh, man. <laughs> Just making it more complicated. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, Wolfgang Van Halen. He's the reason I'm going to see the. Is that true? Yeah. Is he your buddy? He's a, he's a big comedy fan. Is he? Yeah. Oh, that, see, I don't know how to joke with L.A. guys because no, but, the insane shit really yeah, happens over dead. there. That's the weirdest thing. Like, <clears throat> he started like replying to stuff on Twitter. I was like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" It's like, "Yeah, what's your next show?" I'm like, "Oh, it's here." That's he amazing. Came out to a show. Is doing. Yeah, he's wearing he's wearing a Jimmy World hoodie. Like, yeah. He's still just he's a dude. He's just 25. Yeah, or however old he is. The that's fact so that he cool. plays a van. Like, oh, that's a thing. But he's really. He's still his dad's musician. He's a musician. He likes you know the music he grew up with. Yeah, so, yeah. I was, hey, I did some weird show at the comedy store. They like had like a uh, burlesque dancer. He's like, yeah, it was just weird. My mom got kind of weirded out during the burlesque dancer, so she left early. Oh, you mean your mom, Valerie Bertinelli? That's insane. She got, she got weirded out by a burlesque dancer. She was married to your dad in the eighties. That really bothered. She was part of the Van Halen yeah. 80s scene. Maybe that's it was a trigger warning. <laughs> it was like I've done enough of this, son. <laughs> yeah, like oh, there they come. I'm uh yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, well we were talking, I don't know, I don't think we talked about it on here but at the restaurant uh Dave Ross's good heroin show. Yeah. And he was telling me the night I did it the oh, like guy oh you got to go, eh? Okay. You can tell my story. The OCs are my favorite band, and the yeah. main guy goes to that show there. And Tyson, so it's like being a Toronto guy. I can't even believe it. Like if I was just out there doing the show, I'd see some of my favorite yeah, rockers. Hutch Harris from the Thermals does stand up now. Yeah. Um, who else has hung out? Yeah, it's just that's crazy. Just weirdness at how many folks are dropping dropping by the stand up scene. Yeah. Well, you got to get to this show. Uh, so this was a uh, fun hanging out. Do you have anything you want to wrap it up with? Utopian wise, Oh, utopian wise, I I had to shoot a thing. But, but, but long story short, I, for a, a, a TV show that failed, I did a travel show and I met with uh, uh, a guy that pr- proclaimed to be an actual wizard and his wife, who was like a priestess, and uh, <clears throat> and I was looking through like I was at their house. They, they, they had a good sense of humor. They had like a lizard that they taped dragon wings to. Yeah. 
and I looked at their DVD collection. I was like, oh, man, you guys got Bill and Ted's <laughs> Excellent Adventure? He's <laughs> like, actually, that's, you know, the main way to try and live uh, for our community is just be excellent to each other. So that's the main motto. And I was like, that actually is a fantastic message that wow. was ignored about Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures. Be excellent to each other. Yeah. And it really, it really stuck with me. The way they were like, yeah, I mean, they know they're just old hippies that believe in some weird stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and, but then they're okay with, you know, po- people poking fun at them because they're like, we know what we do and we're happy with it. So but. your mind was blown about how easy it all could be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from these like, dragon lovers. Yeah. Or magicians. Wait, are yeah. there dragons? No. Uh, no, there's like a lizard with dragon wings and they're wizards. <laughs> yeah. But clear, Then you go to the bathroom and I like, don't flush condoms down the toilet. Like, you guys clearly have fuck parties out in the woods here. <laughs> uh, but I like, yeah, I like their whole vibe. I love that you're ending it with be excellent to each other. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thanks so much again. For sure, man. For squeezing it in. And uh, enjoy the rest of your time here for uh, JFL42 and all that. Thanks, buddy. And, uh, any th- yeah. Anything else you want to say? Nah. All right, cool. <laughs> all right, everyone. That was Kyle Kinane, uh hanging out and then also having to rush off to do uh, a million shows. Because that's what he is. He's a busy guy. So, Kyle, thanks so much for coming on. You are awesome. And it was so much fun. And you people listening out there, for some dumb reason, what's wrong with y'all? If you don't know uh, Kyle Kinane's comedy for some reason, follow him at Twitter, uh, at Kyle Kinane. And then, you know, you know him. That's why you're here listening, probably. You probably don't even know who I am. Well, then follow me, at Chris Lock Fun. All right? Follow this podcast if you want, at Utopia to Me. Yeah, my podcast has its own Twitter account, too. Jeez, two Twitter accounts? What is this guy, Scrooge McDuck, hoarding all the Twitter accounts? No, I kind of feel like Twitter accounts are endless. They're infinite. Um, remember that scene in Interstellar when uh, Matthew McConaughey goes through the wormhole and then he realizes he's just in a whole other universe full of Twitter accounts? Oh, I'm going to die. Listen, my friends. It's very important to me that you uh, came and listened to this thing when you press play on whatever device. I appreciate it very much. Thanks so much for listening. Go outside there and uh, practice karate in front of the sunshine. You know what I mean? Because only the sun is the one true judge. All right. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks for listening.